funny. Thinking about moving to Grand Rapids, Michigan, or just want to know what it's like there to vacation there or visit there, this is the episode for you. I have Martin Uchendu, realtor, right next to me. Say hi, Martin. Hey, guys. And we're going to be talking to Martin in just a second. This is Want to Move There, the show giving all humans the information they need to decide whether or not they want to move to another area outside of where they live. Uh, I used to say Central Pennsylvanians, Mar Martin, and I changed it to all humans because I figured anybody could be watching it on the whole planet and deciding if they want to move somewhere. So, And why limit myself to Central Pennsylvania? So we're giving it to all humans and aliens. If there's aliens out there <laughs> watching uh, a million years from now, feel free to call me, text me, email me throw a rock through my window, all that that I'm going to say in a minute. Uh, I am Derek Bixler, your host, realtor for 15 years. I grew up right here in Central PA on the hill, we call it, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Went to Mechanicsburg High School in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, and went up to Penn College of Technology in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. So I am your Pennsylvania man. Uh, had a few sales jobs before I started selling real estate 15 glorious years ago. If you need to buy or sell a home, call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. We still need inventory pretty badly here on uh what is this uh thanksgiving eve the 24th of november in 2021 we're still in the middle of needing inventory and we'll talk to martin about his market and what it's like there in a minute a reminder that uh whether you're watching live or on a replay feel free to ask a question in the comments and say hi if you know either one of us and say where you're watching from since this is all over the planet and intergalactic now i guess uh, put in the comments where you're watching from and if i don't see it while we're going along here uh we will come back and address it later and a reminder that all the replays are on youtube instagram linkedin facebook and man i keep i'm going to change it right now while we are on the air it's not soon on itunes and everything it is there right now on itunes spotify and all the audio podcast places at the same time also. So wherever you like to get your content, this will be living there after the, the live. And now without further ado, I will bring in Martin Uchendu, realtor in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm gonna bring up your bio and read it to everybody. But while I'm pulling that up, uh, say hi to everybody, number one, and then tell everybody what the last movie you watched was. Yeah, hi everybody. This is uh, Martin Uchendu, real estate agent in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, the last movie that I watched was called, actually, um, I, it was called uh, Journey to Journey with Jesus. Journey with Jesus, and it's not really a newer movie. It's kind of been out there already, but um, nonetheless, it was the last one that I watched. Um, do you want me to say what it's a little bit about, uh, Derek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically it was a by a pastor whose name is Tony Evans and his family, the Evans family. And essentially they um, trapped, they, they took a you know trip to uh, Israel and uh, basically followed uh, the life of Jesus Christ. Um, in the scriptures, they went to the areas that he uh, stayed at. Um, they went to Gethsemane, Gets. I'm butchering that 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 place. Gethsemane, I think it's called. Um, Golgotha. Um, they went to the synagogue. They went to uh, Lazarus's tomb. They went all those areas where we read about in the Bible, and just kind of basically uh, took the viewers, uh, the audience, on that trip of the life um, of Jesus and uh, the, in the real life, in, in a way. <laughs> 
So they actually followed in the physical footsteps of like the places he went yes. and lived and worked and all that kind of stuff. Yep. How long, when did uh, Jesus, when did they crucify him? How old was he? Thirties? Uh, 33, he was crucified. Yep. Okay. So how many, how many different Three places? Years. Three years that... of ministry and, you know, he, tra he traveled all through out the place. And so they, they, the, uh, the uh, Tony Evans, the pastor went through those areas, the specific, the key areas and showed the audience basically hey this is where he, he preached on this day hey this is where he did this miracle hey even this is where he turned water into wine and so on and so forth that's that he that's it was a great experience for me personally so was it a documentary no i wouldn't call it necessarily a documentary more so like actually maybe maybe that would be a, a good way to describe or a dramatization it. Did yeah, they have, yeah, they have actors playing out parts of it at oh, least. No, no actors, no actors. Just like literally, just like, hey guys, and then so so he would he would go there like in person, and um, being that he's been a pastor for I don't know how many, probably thirty plus years or something like that, he would be uh, he would you know pre uh, preach a message um, based on you know that uh, section of the Bible and what it meant to him and what it should mean for uh, the audience as well. So he kind of, that's kind of how the, each uh, location that he went, he would speak on um, kind of what it meant to him. That's cool. And it's kind of apt, it could be a good thing to watch kind of during the Christmas season, season yeah. even maybe, yeah. or Easter, Christmas and Easter, are both be great times to watch it. You can yeah, watch I it uh, right at Christmas and then watch it at Easter also, bookend your right. watching of it. Uh, that sounds cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, and I like learning stuff and you probably learn things about history and the time period and the places that he was and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff too. So you're probably getting factual knowledge yeah. about, about history too. I exactly. Think. So yep. yeah, I like that. And yep. out of the box. So uh, you didn't say uh, Squid Game or something like that. So I like hearing something different. <laughs> Nobody said Squid Game, but um, yeah. <laughs> I like hearing something I've never been exposed to before. So uh, you grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So you're born and raised there. Nobody better to talk to. You went born, to Ottawa. Actually, actually, believe it or not, I was born in Nigeria, another country. <laughs> but I've been, I, I moved to Grand Rapids when I was six years old uh, in 2003. And I spent, I've, I've spent, you know, eight, 18 plus years now here. So it's, I've, I basically say I've been raised here in, in Grand Rapids. Yeah, that's awesome. Where at? And I just had uh, Chinny on the show in uh, Le well, he was trying to, I say Lagos, that's what I want to say. He was saying it's Lagos or Lagos is kind of how he said it. Uh, yeah. where, La are you, where are you? Lagos, Lagos, I, different way to pronounce it. But for <laughs> me, I, I uh, was born in, uh, um, Anabra states is what we call it. Anabra states in Nigeria. And where is that located in the, I, uh, previous to interviewing him and looking at a map, I knew absolutely nothing about Nigeria, but now I can kind of picture, and I know the North, it gets hotter and gets into the desert way up in the North in Nigeria. So where is it in Nigeria? So I'm from the, and actually I'm probably no more better than, no more better as far as map wise. Um, and geographical wise, uh, especially because it's been so long, believe it or not, believe it or not. So I was born there and I came to America when I was six years old, believe it or not, I haven't been back since eight, 18, 18 years now. I haven't been back since. So, so yeah, I, I say that because I'm probably no more 
better at knowing the geographical areas there than you are. So, but God you need to go back and, and read and watch the episode, though. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> nice. And when I get to your favorite food, this will make sense now, since your favorite food is the same as yeah. Chitty's was when I uh, interviewed him. So yeah. you are raised at least maybe not born but raised in where you live now and where you practice real estate now so that's awesome and nobody or no better tour guide to get or real estate agent to have than somebody that is from where they uh practice real estate uh you went to ottawa hills high school so shout out to anybody that's around there and what's mm -hmm. the mascot for ottawa hills bangle the bangle oh, that's yeah. a good one bangle tiger yep yeah the tigers Tigers, wildcats, any kind of cats. I think I saw some statistic. It's like 70% of mascots are based on some kind of big cat, but oh, I've never nice. heard bangle. Um, <laughs> obviously the bangles, bangles, but never, never yeah, in a right. smaller high school <laughs> or something. Uh, you went to Cornerstone University. Um, you studied ministry leadership. Your favorite color is purple. Nice to see a change because it's been blue, 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 turquoise blue, uh, teal blue, electric blue, 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 maybe wow. a couple pinks. So, uh, and you might be the second purple. So, uh, purple, nice. nice to see a change there. And your favorite food, like I said, is same as our Nigerian friend Chinny. It is rice. So, that makes sense. Is that a, do you think it's a carryover from the Nigerian? culture and you just always have rice around i think i think so i mean rice is just such a stable food in in nigeria i've been eating rice since i was a kid <laughs> it's it's always been rice 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 and so do you yeah, have a rice cooker in your house i do yep it's fairly nice. simple if you don't have a rice cooker guys you need to get yourself a rice cooker put it in there <laughs> put some water in there let it cook by itself <laughs> i had a friend uh he was his Chinese or Japanese, one of the two, I think. And they, I remember he had a rice cooker and there was always rice in it. Like there was 24 seven rice on demand at his house. And it was the yeah. best. We would just take handfuls or when we were partying or something, we would be throwing it around. And yeah, yeah there was always rice on demand. Oh, that's um, funny. Can you leave it in the thing? Cause I feel like they would make it and it's just sitting in the cooker all the time. I do that. I just, I put it in there and then once it's done, of course, you take it, I tip, you know, there's a piece that comes off and just put it in the refrigerator. And so that's how I keep it warm. Gotcha. And this was, wow, 20 years, 25 years ago <laughs> now. So uh, rice cooking technology has probably come a long way too. Yeah. But I like rice. You can put it with all kinds. So what's your favorite way to eat rice? I would say white rice with it's a special, it's a, this is another kind of Nigerian slash African dish. It's like a red stew that we make and then we eat that with the rice. And um, so it's like, it's made with like bell peppers and tomatoes and different other types of peppers and blended together. And then we use that with the rice. Blended together as in like like blended blended or just yep. mixed blended, together? Blend, so you so you get the blender and then you blend the peppers and then you blend the tomatoes and then you let it cook to simmer down and then you put some seasoning in there. I typically like to put bouillon cubes and just ch like chicken base flavoring and salt and then um, basically it's done after that. And then you don't that forget your great. oil. You got to put your vegetable oil. To, you let it cook in vegetable oil. Any that's, with water? That's Martin's or... little recipe for you guys for today. So no charge. <laughs> <laughs> 
I find if I make tomato soup or something kind of like similar to that, I go through like a lot of tomatoes, depending on how much soup you're trying to make. Yeah. Um, with those, uh, there's a name for that kind of, it's not creamed soup, isn't there? There's a name for that kind of soup. Tomato bisque? A bisque, yeah, a bisque, a bisque. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 totally. So rice, great. Uh, do you have pets? No pets, you, no pets you put on your form, but since filling out the form in that short time, you've gotten two cats, you said. Did you adopt said cats as kittens? Did you buy the cats? Did you get them out of shelter? What's the story with the cats? You know, it's quite a funny story. So my, my pastor, he calls me one day and says, Martin, I got a surprise for you. I said, all right. He said, come over. You got to come over and see it. All right. So I came over and uh, he said, <laughs> and he, so here I am like, okay, what is it? He walks me to his back to the, to the side of his house and they were on his porch and then cats come out. I'm like, cats, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, they need a home. They need a place to stay. He said, either you keep them or you take them to the, to have it, uh, the humane society. So I said, all right, we'll, we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. So I took them in and um, they've been here ever since. They've been acting good. They've been, it's just so adorable. Like I can't, I can't stop. Like I can't imagine them like not in my life anymore. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, when your pastor calls, then you, you trust your pastor. So you're probably like, yeah, whatever, which I'll come yeah. over. And then you can start with these two cats, but they're probably a good part of your life. Are they uh, fixed? No, I don't think so. I don't think they're fixed. Do you plan no. to fix them? By, by fixed, you mean, what do you mean? Uh, neutered, spayed, or, oh, okay. yeah, spayed or neutered. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that they are. Um, I was told to do so, so I probably will. <laughs> Are they a male and female? No, they're male and male. Okay, well, that's they're a male. little bit better. You don't want like accidental, now I have 10 cats. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I made no, that, that mistake with mice when I was little. My parents got me five <laughs> mice. Uh, three got killed off. Well, I think the dominant male killed three off, and then there was a male and a female left. We got gave no thought to this when I got the mice, and they started having babies. And I'd say within a month or two, we had fifty mice running around because every week they're dropping a litter of like ten. Um, so we ended up taking this aquarium full of mice. It ended up being like a quad decker with floors. We kept adding floors, and we just took the whole thing to a pet store, um, probably to be sold by a snake to a snake owner. I would oh. Okay, gather. I see. Yep. Why else would you? That's really the only reason they sell them. Anybody that buys a white mouse as a pet is yeah, kind of a pretty an, much an anomaly, I think. They're like, oh, you yeah. want it as a pet? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Although they are pretty good pets. So you do have two cats now. Uh, yeah. You don't have any kids and you're not married. Um, and your hobbies are writing and playing soccer. Did you play soccer when you were younger? I did, yeah. I I, uh, I was a part of a few teams when I was younger, mostly like you know school teams, high school teams, and so on and so forth. Um, and I never continued into like you know say college um, or professional, but it was definitely a hobby of mine back then, um, and it's still still a hobby of mine now as well. Are there there are adult leagues around, right? Yep, there are adult leagues. I play with. Um, a group. I wouldn't necessarily call it a league. It's more so um, just a, it's like a Facebook group of soccer players, really. And so 
we really we have like set times and days where we rent out um kind of sport plexes and we like we all jump in there and there'll be like 15 to 30 people or sometimes more just show up and we'll all play together so it's it's a facebook group that i'm typically a part of and that's how i kind of stay stay in touch with the hobby beautiful uh one of the good things about social media these days is you can organize that kind of thing and so it sounds like it's kind of like an organized pickup game mm -hmm. yep yep and then is it like basketball where if you can't all fit on the field at one time you just kind of form the next team and say yep. we got next or you write your name down to play next or whatever yep exactly yep absolutely so it's always pickup. It's never you don't form teams, or it hasn't gotten to the point yet. Ex not, at not, least not really. where you're picking I mean, it's teams really and going. Just pick up. Whoever shows up shows up and plays. You know, some days there's like way too many people for one game, and then we have to like, you know, talk about how we're gonna split it up and, you know, do segments, say ten minute segments, blah blah blah. First goal wins, blah blah blah. Kind of how we do it. And is this indoor? At an indoor place. Yep. This is uh, indoor soccer. Yep. Especially, I mean, we, during the summer, we were playing, you know, outdoor as well. But now that it's, you know, winter over, yeah, it's winter over here in, in uh, Michigan that we uh, are indoor now. And is that something you do like all the to like every week? Uh, that's like a main regular thing. Yeah, I try do to do it like at least once a week just to keep myself active. And, you know, it's always fun as well. So, I try to do that once a week as well. It's like my hobbies between soccer and writing as well. Um, have been being an author um, and and writing books and literature. It's like creating my schedule, organizing my schedule between those two. It can be somewhat tricky a little bit, but nonetheless, I like to kind of dibble dabble in soccer as well as continue writing as well. Yeah. Well, how old are you? I am 25. Oh, man, to be. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, enjoy your knees while you have those. So I used to play bad. I just quit basketball maybe a couple years ago because my knees wow. can't handle it anymore, <laughs> um, which sucks. So the day will come when you can't or at least not as hard as you can now. So there's yeah. plenty of time for writing. So get the soccer in while you can and enjoy <laughs> the 25 year old body. I'm 43 yeah, right. and now my shoulders going and like. Ugh. Um, but there, there were some like 50, 60 year olds that still played in some of the games that I would play in. And they're all just get the shot or get your knee replaced or all that. But then you're just destroying your hips more and you're destroying the rest. So I just agreed with my doctor. I'll stop that. And I had to stop skiing too. So, oh my, um, and you're the, yeah. you're the mountain climber, man. <laughs> I am, which isn't that bad until now my shoulder kind of, but it's not yeah, the rock climbing isn't bad on and biking helps the my knees feels like or at least it doesn't hurt them so my mountain yeah. biking has shot through the roof since okay. uh quitting mountain biking but um Good. i'm jealous so do you run too are you a runner or you can't not really do not that really. i mean i used to run when i was younger but not not, not anymore it's too boring i think <laughs> Cause you could be a basketball is similar to soccer. We don't run as far the distance, but it's pretty much you're running yeah. full speed or half speed pretty yeah. much the entire time. Soccer can be um, tiring. It's just a lot, you, a lot of running. <laughs> so that's my, I get my exercise in that way. Yeah, that's great. And then what do you write? I uh, write most, I mean, the last book that I've published uh, was, is, is a um, fictional story. 
Um, so I, I really enjoy writing fictional, fictional no, no, novels, which are fictional stories. Um, and, uh, but I, I also have kind of uh, nonfiction works, uh, nonfiction content in the works as well. But as, as of right now, I have one novel that's published and I have another novel, my second one, that's uh, currently in the works as well. So does published mean like somebody pays you or maybe not pays you, but it's, it's published under some publishing house or whatever, or is that self-published? Cause you could do all kinds of things yeah. these days, right? Yeah. Yep. Self-published is the way that I chose to go down personally. Um, and so, you know, the way that the way, so basically it's, it's on Amazon, um, Amazon, you can go to Amazon. The book is called remembering star. You can go to Amazon and, um, you know, purchase a copy there. Um, so that's kind of the means, uh, by which I published my, the book there. Um, and there are, you know, a variety of different options, but Amazon is the method that many people are most familiar with. And that's the method that I chose to personally, uh, self publish through. You need to do an audible version. So a brother like me can, yeah. can get up on that. Cause I can't read. I mean, I can't read, but yeah, right. uh, I detest it. But if you throw it on audible, I'll be all over that. A lot of people have, uh, have, uh, what's it called? T told me to, to do an audible version. So I will It wouldn't take that long, right? Those books are, I mean, you'd have a bunch of takes a lot of the time, but they're only, most books are a couple hours, few hours. If yeah, you just yeah. read them. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be able to get it done in probably three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. That's that's a big undertaking and to write multiple books. Um, Thanks. And I'm sure it gets your creative juices flowing, uh, which is great. Um, and so does real estate. Actually, that's part of the real estate. I like real estate is because you can get creative with it and go all kinds of different directions with it. Um, you didn't start real estate when you came out of college and you actually went to Cornerstone for ministry leadership. So how did you get from going for ministry leadership to now being a real estate agent? That's a phenomenal question. Um, I, uh, so I, I, like you said, right, I graduated Cornerstone with a bachelor's degree in ministry leadership. And all for a long time now, really, I'd say probably maybe seven, seven to eight years, I've been in ministry uh, in, in training in ministry under um, my uh, senior pastor, the same one who called me about those cats, by the way. Um, <laughs> so I've been in ministry training. And, uh, you know, ministry, it's, it's a bit different for everybody because some people they go into this like residency program and they become ordained deacons or ordained pastors or you know associate pastors senior pastors whatever it might be for me i graduated cornerstone university got a bachelor's degree in ministry leadership which was my hope that you know this degree was going to catapult really my ministry endeavors um and after graduating it's i kind of I was still training, right? And so I hadn't been ordained yet. And I really didn't know what route to take with my, you know, career and my life, really. And is there a certain was, denomination? Sorry to cut you off. Say that again. Is there a certain denomination that you attend or were going for or that your training was in no. or any of that? No, no denomination was, uh, that's the church that I'm affiliated with is, is not, is the non-denominational. 
Um, so and uh, so basically, um, it was kind of a rough moment, I would say, in my life at that time, graduating uh, after graduating, because like, I didn't know where to go and what to what to do. Really, I was like sitting back in a state of limbo, almost like, do I go back to college? Do I get a master's degree? Do I even pursue ministry anymore? Or so on and so forth. Go get more debt. <laughs> exactly right. I didn't know what to do. And then it, it was like at that moment, that's when real estate opened up in my on, on my on my horizon. And I had purchased a house uh, sometime earlier prior. And that was my first house. I purchased my first house when I was 22 years old. Um, and so when I purchased that house, it was just kind of a catapult into ministry, excuse me, into real estate because I was just a, I always had a, a, a interest in investing, uh, being an investor in real estate. And so being a real estate agent was kind of, uh, another, I would say, um, another tool, if you, for lack of a better word, right, in my toolbox. Um, and, and in that same toolbox is being a, um, you know, investor in real estate as well. So that's when I kind of, being in that state of almost limbo, I would call it, I kind of decided to take the, to, to go down the, the, the journey of, real estate and 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 really pursue that as a career something that i had been previously interested in intrigued by um and having more time you know apart from school and college and homework and blah 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 it was just a great uh you know um, opportunity for me and lastly last thing i'll say about that is i was um I, and i've told this story um uh, previously as well I was uh, uh, driving one day to my to where I was living in my house and uh, I saw a sign and the sign was for a local company real estate company here in Michigan called Martin commercial properties and I saw that sign and I was kind of intrigued by it because of course my name is on it right <laughs> if you saw your name Derek commercial properties I'm sure you would be intrigued by it. so I saw my name I was like Martin commercial properties and so I was like, interesting. So I, I drove by it. I took a look at the sign. I parked my car, just took a look at the sign, just beginning to meditate. Uh, and I really sensed in my heart, I believe that that was the moment that God was really directing me down the path of um, real estate. Um, and it's more than just the fact that my name was on, you know, Martin commercial properties, right? Even though that's not my company. Um, but I called the, uh, I called the vice president of that, of that uh, firm and he agreed to meet with me. He met with me, sat down with me. He, I, tr I treated him out to coffee and he taught me real estate for, you know, the time that we sat down together. And it was, and I just met with him because I was just simply interested in becoming a real estate agent. And here he is, a, a vice president of the firm, was of, open to, you know, gaining more uh, agents within his company and, and so on and so forth, um, was willing to sit down with me and taught me the ins and outs, you know, for the time frame that we sat down of real estate. I ended up, you know, getting my license, getting, um, uh, getting my license, and I didn't end up signing with his company, interestingly enough. 
because I wanted to do residential real estate as well as commercial real estate. And so I didn't want to be trapped in only commercial with his, his firm is solely commercial. And so that I, although, so it was, it was a great blessing that he took the opportunity to sit down with me. And, um, but I, I ended up getting licensed and uh, I ended up signing with a different firm that would allow me to do both. And to this day, I'm extremely grateful to that man, uh, that vice president of that company who uh, took his time to sit down with me. I was waiting for you to say that your pastor told you you should go get your real estate license. Uh, he did. <laughs> he also did, by the way, but that's that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. And I can relate. I actually started in commercial. I had a firm that did all the commercial. Nice. And I was there for like five, six years till the crash. While commercial was like 2010, it's always a year or two behind usually. Um, so when it crashed, I came where I am now because it's probably the best place in my area to do both commercial and residential. So I kind of know what you're going with nice. there. Um, and now we will talk about where you have been for, I guess, 19 years now, right? Six, six to 25, 19 years you've been there. Yep. And I'm going to bring a map up for all of us, including me, who don't know where things are. Um, so wait, do I have it up? Yes, I do have it up. All right, we got our map up. We got our Google globe here. Um, and you can see the pin here. So Michigan is up there. It's pretty much a peninsula right there in between two great lakes. What lakes are those? Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. And then you can see Grand Rapids is kind of central west-ish, central mm, west, yeah, west south. Yep, southwest. <laughs> you call it the west side? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then so close to Lake uh Lake Michigan there and then it is 47 degrees there. So it's cold like here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I think we're probably similar temperature today. Um same time zone as us here on the east and I'll read the little quick Google blurb here. Grand Rapids is a Michigan city on the Grand River east of Lake Michigan on the outskirts the Frederick Mayer Gardens. Did I say that right? We ran through this. Meyer. Oh, it all right. Meyer, the Frederick Meyer <laughs> Gardens and Sculpture Park has a tropical conservatory and multiple gardens. Its art collection includes works by August Roden, Henry Moore, and Ai Weiwei. If I murdered those names, whoever out there knows how I'm supposed to pronounce those <laughs> names, uh, whatever. So Ai Weiwei. And uh, downtown, the Grand Rapids Art Museum spotlights Michigan artists in its rotating shows, Grand Rapids. Rapids is known for many breweries dotted around town. Breweries is always a hard word to say too. Mm -hmm. uh, dotted around town. So lots of breweries around there. And I'll ask you about that in a minute. But now that we all know where Grand Rapids is, tell us a little bit about what the landscape is like. You're in there in the middle of a bunch of water. So is it mostly flat or what are we dealing with? Yeah, so I, the, the landscape is pretty flat. I mean, unlike Pennsylvania, or say Colorado, it's we don't really have much mountains. I believe you got you guys have mountains down there in uh, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, yep. yep. nothing so, huge, but yeah, enough. Oh, okay, yeah. So unlike that, we we don't really have many mount, mountains here in Grand Rapids. It's uh, really flat for the most part. I mean, there are you know places where you know there's hiking and there's trails for bike riding and so on and so forth. There's so many people here in this area that really enjoy that kind of, those kind of activities. But I would say as far as in the general sense of things, the landscape is for the most part pretty flat. 
And then we do have uh, the, um, and maybe we'll get on this a little bit later, but the Grand River that stretches all, I mean, Grand Rapids is for the most part um, known a lot, apart from the breweries, um, but for the Grand River that stretches all across the city. And so, um, yes, and many businesses establishing their name on that fact, Grand River Bank, Grand River this, Grand River so, you know, restaurants around it and so on and so forth. But pertaining to the landscape, it is for the most part pretty flat. So that's this river that I see here going straight through the middle. So we have the Susquehanna River going straight through the middle. And yep. I think one or two episodes ago, Richmond, maybe it was Shannon who has a river going through Richmond, I think. Don't quote me on people out there, but that's what I think. Um, and here it, here we have, it separates the East Shore from the West Shore. And historically, they're kind of like battling the East Shore versus the West Shore. West Shore people don't like to go to the East Shore and vice versa. It's not really a thing anymore, but yeah. there probably was a time when... I mean, the more east is more urban, maybe, and the other side is a little bit more country or hick or whatever. Um, so that's probably what it was about. So is there any kind of divide with the river? No, not really. I mean, it's <laughs> it's all still on Grand Rapids. Um, but none, nonetheless, I mean, every, we all claim the river, Grand River. And the, the Grand River stretches, I mean, as you can see, I don't know if uh, you, you zoomed out now. But uh, it stretches, you know, it goes even beyond Grand Rapids, right? It goes to different outskirts, outskirting cities, you know, I think Muskegon, it crosses through Muskegon and Holland, so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, it is, it is, uh, it, it's, it is, there's not really <laughs> a much divide really based on that. And how, how big is the river? Are there, there's bridges across it, obviously. Yep. Is it, it's pretty is big, it big river, river pretty big, pretty big river, pretty long river. Um, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, I mean, it's really, Oh, long. actually the thumbnail I made. And when I looked up Grand Rapids, one of the main photos that you see everywhere is some big bridge lit up at night. Yeah, that, exactly. That's the river Ex there. Exactly. That's absolutely true. So that's downtown Grand Rapids. And that bridge is the, is the bridge is located on the, um, what's it called right over the river right over the grand river and that's downtown grand rapids gotcha so if, and you, if you were to google grand rapids you would that picture that you saw that would be the picture yep. okay all right so everybody watching this look in the uh the thumbnail because it will be there and you can see it at night it looks pretty awesome at night they got it all yep. lit up in different colors and whatnot uh what was i gonna say oh like trees and that kind of thing so you have trees like we have here like big giant oak trees and pine trees and that kind of thing yeah yeah Yep. And just I'm, don't have mountains for those trees to sit in, but the same trees, yeah. at least if you go for a walk in the woods, there's something towering over you, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. You'll never be too, you know, you'll never be lacking trees. If you're a tree enthusiastic <laughs> enthusiast, uh, you'll never be, be lacking in that, in that area. I think we even have something like, it's like some activity or company or something like that called tree runner. And it's, I think it's like, probably a maze and I've, I've never been there myself but i think it's like a maze where they they use trees and and they kind of it's like a some course. type of activity that people like to do here as well yeah they have a chain around here called monkeying around they basically it's a course up in the trees and yeah, yeah, yeah stuff and have zip lines and some of it's jump into the net and yeah you got to hit that place up that's probably awesome if i lived <laughs> somewhere flat 
I'd be climbing trees for sure in no time, probably, because I'd be itching to do something in the trees. Right. So that's cool. What about the weather? Again, you're surrounded by water. Is it wet there, humid, rainy? What's it like? Yep. So weather and climate wise, <clears throat> so we have like we have we have four seasons, right? Just like you in in Pennsylvania, we have uh, you know the, you got your summer, you got your fall, you got your uh, spring, you got your winter as well, which we're in winter now. And so, in the um, summer days, it's 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 hot, but I would say it's not um, as hot as say Phoenix, Arizona, right? That's just, you know, Phoenix is known as, you know, the sun devil <laughs> for a reason. So, but I, I would say we don't get that to that extent. But nonetheless, you do get your, you know, 90 plus degree, um, you know, weather during the, during the summer. Um, you do get, you know, your occasional heat flashes, right? And heat advisories that that we that, that, that goes on on your phone alert alerting you. Uh, so we do get that. Uh, during the winter, it, again, it, you know, it get, does get extremely cold as well. Sometimes, as well, um, the the as on the winter side of things, you also have just like you have your you know heat advisory. You'll 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 have your winter weather weather advisory as well. Here, you'll have occasional storms. You know, snow snowstorms that come around. Um, you know, I would say in years that it it's pretty bad you can have you know probably six to 12 inches of snow uh you know that that, that comes during the winter and so that's kind of like a general uh, at a time idea. what was that at a time yeah i mean that's not the total like, that's not the whole winter six to yeah 12 yeah inches. no no not, not no 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 <laughs> not not during the whole winter but more so like during a storm you know and that probably that might last for like two days or so so yeah just at a time not, not, and then I was just looking up uh, the coldest day on record in Grand Rapids. The Googles say it was in February 1899, negative 24 degrees. So wow. uh, that seems pretty cold, but that's pretty extreme. And it was uh, actually, I was just looking up for a YouTube video, the coldest temperature here. And we were negative 22 in 1994. So wow. um, not you're pretty similar there on temperature. Yeah. Two yeah. degrees colder, that makes probably about perfect sense. You're slightly north, so yeah. Uh, all yeah. right. And then what about like sleet and freezing rain? Yeah. Do you get a lot of that? We get a lot of that, and it seems to be we get increasingly more of it because the stuff that would have been snow, it's not quite cold enough sometimes anymore. So now it's sleet and freezing rain. Yeah. So the we do get uh, the the sleet right, and the um, you know we we get occasional hail hail storms as well um you know i've i've experienced some of those we do get ex occasional hail storms we do get you know sleet freezing rain um you know and and you know when it's when it starts to rain during the winter what you experience is uh schools will shut down because uh the 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 concern of course is that it's gonna freeze and if it freezes then you know people are driving on ice and so uh so that's black ice for those black, that are black unfamiliar ice like that. exactly and that's the best you know taking i was taught all about black ice during driver's training and so it's uh taking that that's a that's something to be concerned to be aware of and uh but for 
in many of those instances, schools schools will like close. Um, you know, if you know there's a, a forecast showing that rain is going to come and uh, maybe uh, sleet um, occurring, and uh, so yeah, those that's kind of what occurs sometimes. Yeah, and I don't, you don't have kids yet, so you might not be tapped in. But here, where we used to have snow days and two-hour delays and stuff, now they are pretty apt just to go ahead and cancel it and then they do zoom class from home and there are no snow days anymore oh, um, wow. and this is kind of a new thing since covid because they got us all used to doing this stuff at oh, home wow. with zoom yeah that's so new. I don't, that, that wasn't then when i was going to school that wasn't the case <laughs> we might be protesting that a little bit if it's a good <laughs> snow day and dad yeah, right. wants to go sledding with the kids and we want to make some ice cream out of snow and do all those fun things that you can do in the snow we might have to uh play hooky from zoom class yep. <laughs> sometime that's kind of a shame in my opinion but anyway all right so you got the four seasons it does get pretty cold it gets hot but you're probably heating your houses more than you're cooling your houses um like us here in pa um and then and hail yeah you said mentioned a hail you can always tell a hail uh neighborhood where you drive in and all the roofs are brand new in the neighborhood you know there was a hailstorm and it hit that area and then the insurance dude went around and said you want a new roof you got a new roof yeah you right want a new roof um exactly yeah all right so what uh i'm gonna bring the map back up where do people live and work do people usually do they work in like grand rapids city proper and live outside or how does that work yeah, so it's uh, Grand Rapids has a lot of businesses. Um, it's very, it's a very, very, uh, a, a, a very, very economic, um, or maybe the word I'm looking for is uh, um, what's it called, metropolitan type of city. Um, there's a lot of businesses. There's a lot of uh, employment opportunities for people. We have major employers in this area. Um, we have we have uh, Steelcase, which is a you know a, a, a national company, and it you know it's based here in Grand Rapids. Uh, we have Amway, which is another mega mega corporation corporation global company, and it's based here. Actually, Amway Corporation, its headquarters is just on the outskirts of uh, the city, the actual city of Grand Rapids. It's on Ada, Mich is in Ada, Michigan, uh, which is where my office is located. And so, uh, so anyways, yeah, that's Amway. But we, we do have mega corporations here. We have lots of opportunities for people to work here within the city, whether you're downtown in within the actual nucleus uh, or center, uh, heart of the city itself. We got restaurants here. There's lots of restaurants. If that's what you know you're into, they're working in the restaurant uh, industry. We have lots of. Um, we also have lots of sh shopping uh, uh, centers as well. Uh, there's a lot of that. Um, we have some malls as well. Uh, there's Woodland Mall that's on the southeast side of town. We also have Rivertown Mall, and that's kind of. Just a little bit on the Rivertown is just a little bit on the outskirts of the city. That's um, that is on Granville. It's, it's located in the Grand Granville, which is just a, just outside of Grand Rapids. But uh, but those are just some businesses and some you know companies for people to work at. And as far as living wise, 
you know, there's, you know, many people just live in the city and then work within the city. Others, you know, live just outside in the outskirts of the cities, like the, what I mentioned with Ada, with um, Granville, or some people even go as far west as Holland and they travel into town um, and, and so on and so forth, just different parts. But what you'll see is many people in the, in the who are living in the outskirts of Grand Rapids will look for employment within the city because there's so much opportunity within the actual city of Grand Rapids itself. And so they don't mind making that trip of say, you know, 20, 30, some people even 40 or 45 minutes to get to work because they're, and first of all, their place of employment is providing them substantial, you know, payment where, you know, they're able to feed their kids and family and so on and so forth. Um, and, and it's just a great, it's, there's this greater opportunities, basically, is what I'm saying. There's a, got a lot of opportunity within the actual city, especially because there's a lot of companies that I'm, that I'm finding out are actually moving in or either relocating or either establishing a, a, a branches within the actual city itself in Grand Rapids. So the cost of living and the, the cost of rent, um, just like I'm sure with many other cities and, and, and places and states in the, in, the, in the nation as well, has increased in Grand Rapids as of lately, just because there's so much more, uh, uh, there's many businesses coming into town and the city is just really been booming in, in, in that area as well. So, yep. So what, uh, so like how long would it take to drive from Grand Rapids to the lake, Lake Michigan? Yep. So say, let's say for example, Holland, right? Holland is a city that's west of Grand Rapids. Um, and you're, and, and so Lake Michigan is right there, uh, in, in Holland is over there by that area. So to get there, you're looking at a, say, 40, 45 minute, 45, I'd say 45, 45 minute drive. If you're coming from there, from Grand Rapids to Holland, Michigan itself to get to Lake Michigan. Okay. Would that yeah. be like a common thing for somebody to live like coastal and then drive to work in Grand Rapids? Or would yes. somebody living that far west kind of work in Holland or one of these smaller kind of towns? Or I'm sure there yeah. are office centers outside of Grand Rapids proper as well, right? Yeah, no, that's a great question. It's uh, so say so. So somebody lives in Holland, right? And say, you know, they, they get a job in Grand Rapids. Well, if their job is paying them, you know, and uh, you know enough, and they can't find better employment where they are local, where they are current, where they nearby, nearer to where they're residing, then they're going to be more willing to make that commute. And so we do find many, many in many cases that you know that is the case. In many instances, that is the case with many people, is that they'll make that forty-five minute drive, you know like it's nothing basically um and just because grand rapids is you know providing a lot more opportunity uh than perhaps some of these other outskirting uh cities and towns and then do you have uh do you have toll roads do you have easy pass there that's a good question uh, i i'm not sure i'm not sure i'll have to look into that 
I'm not, but if I'm you not, have to I'm think not. about it, you probably don't. I didn't even know. I thought every single state everywhere had it. And then Kansas, I think I was talking to Katie or somebody, um, and they said they don't even have Easy Pass. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I'm not. I'm huh. not sure. I, I don't recall. If you, it, to be honest with you, I don't recall. I don't recall that uh, as far as I, for me in, in my you know 18, 19 years of being here, I, I haven't re, uh, seen something like that. Well, that's good because it's just an extra bill and it keeps going up. Like what used to cost like 50 cents to, for, to get from this exit to this exit is now like $6, $7 or something. Oh, wow. And um, just yeah. like within a 45 minute radius? Yeah, I think, well, to go, yeah, like a 20, 30 minutes, the road, I, the route I take from the one exit to maybe it's a 20 minutes worth of drive on the road to the next exit to the place I mountain bike, it's... I want to say it's like five bucks ish every oh, wow. time. And that's one way. So then if I want to go mountain biking at that place, I'm paying 10 bucks yeah. just to drive there unless I want to take the raw, long route. But um, wow. yeah, you just kind of get used to it, I guess. But okay, Crazy. so no easy passes, but you do obviously have a modern highway system and it sounds yeah. like you can get around. You could probably make it around the whole like larger yeah. radius beyond Grand Rapids, a kind of a 45 minutes any direction you can yep. kind of get anywhere or get back to the to the city proper so yep. not too bad sounds pretty good similar to here um you mentioned a few of the employers and industries there amway is that is amway the uh it's like a catalog you it's the is that what that is say that again what is amway so amway is a essentially their their company sells products health products right yeah okay um i think that that's what you're talking about right catalog health products beauty products those kind of supplies is what amway is known for uh, as far as selling home goods those kind of things and you can it's like a membership you buy into it but then you get some kind of discount and then you get like some kind of kickbacks for getting other people into it or is it yeah so what you're talking about is the multi-level marketing and so that's actually another thing that um, Amway is known for, really, in this in this city, Grand Rapids, is because they had they created this business, they this business model where you know it's multi-level marketing where you you know you get so you join the business, you know you can buy products yourself and so on and so forth, but then you get your referral, you refer somebody else, they join the company, and then they basically come under you, and then it's so on and so forth and so on and so forth, right? So that is definitely something that Amway is known for. It's a business model that they've practiced for a while. Um, but as far as content and pro production-wise or product-wise, uh, it's, yeah, health supplies, beauty, beauty supplies. Is there any kind of tour of the place you can take? Or do they have like an in-person showroom there or like a flagship place yep. or anything? It's a, it is a big facility, a big factory. Uh, as far as a tour-wise... I don't know that just because I've never taken one personally myself. Um, the the but it is a very very nice facility, <laughs> very nice facility. Um, I have never personally I like their headquarters, their main headquarters, which is located in Ada, which is again just on the outskirts of Grand Rapids. Um, which Ada is like say, I'd say maybe 10, 15 minutes, or actually not even that. Yeah, I would say maybe maybe seven to ten minutes from Grand Rapids, and so that's where their headquarters is at. And it's um, it is uh, what's it called? Uh, I drive I've driven I drive past there all the time whenever I want to get to my office. 
I've never actually been inside to actually take a tour of it. Video, you got it. That's a definitely living in video yeah. waiting to be had there for exactly. sure. I have a couple places around here that I've been like a million times even, but I've never recorded them and yeah. people not from around here probably would like to see them. So, yeah, all right. right. And I'm assuming you have, uh, you got hospitals. Everybody's got hospitals around employing people, uh, colleges, military, yep. any of that? Yep. We do that. We have that. And actually I'm pulling up on my side on my computer here. I, we have, uh, we do have hospitals. We have Spectrum Health. Spectrum Health is a very uh, well-known hospital here in this area. Um, Mercy Health is another one. We have Cherry. So as far as if, if hospitals are the concern for you guys who are interested in coming to Grand Rapids, you're you're not you're not going to be lacking any of that. We have like just off the top of my mind, three main hospitals that I can think of. We got Spectrum Health, like I mentioned. We have uh, we have Mercy Health as well, and we also have uh, Cherry Health as well. And we and on uh, aside from those, we also have kind of different uh, you know private practices here and there um either it's within the actual city of grand rapids or within the outskirts of, of town as well we have we also have kind of different niche niche uh practices as well like say dermatologists um you know uh uh what's it called uh, orthodontists dentists um there's also you know beauty beauty kind of doctors that prefer or yeah i'd say doctors that specialize in kind of beauty and 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 health care and, and those kind of details there and so we yeah so as far as um hospitals and healthcare, there's no shortage of 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 that here in uh in the city yeah that's a it seems to be a growing industry everywhere and will probably never stop so if you need yeah. to be employed by or need the services you should be good there and pretty much everywhere else you go probably um yeah. so entertainment stuff to do first question is you're kind of close to the water you got the river there are there water sports that kind of thing what do you do as far as yep. water yep. goes we as far as en entertainment um entertainment i see entertainment food vacationing stadium airport so do you want me to start? We want to start on entertainment. Yeah, sure. Whatever you okay, want. Okay. So entertainment. Um, there's always the city life in Grand Rapids. There's there's there's, there's always like there's a few restaurants here and there that um, you know do like stand. Oh no! I lost him. Did you guys lose him? I don't. He's frozen on mine. No. No. Oh, here it comes. You're back. Oh, can you, you were frozen oh, yeah, there we for did a minute. Go off for a little bit, didn't we? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Just pick up where wherever you were. Okay. Stuff okay. to do. Stuff to do. All right. So as far as stuff to do, what I was mentioning, and I'm pulling it up here. All right. So entertainment goes. As far as entertainment goes, I have this on my computer as well. So there's the Grand Rapids Art Museum. There's John Ball Zoo. So for you guys who like animals, lions, tigers, bears, oh my, there's uh, there's there's John Ball Zoo for you to go take a tour, take take a tour of and see the animals and so on and so forth. The Children's Museum for you guys who have who are coming with kids, children, the Children's Museum is awesome for you. Um, you can get a membership there, take your kids there. There's all types of games and activities for people to for your kids that they're really gonna like. Um, 
There's also the, you know, the public museum. There's the African-American museum. And there's the, for you guys who are really into the, like, the, you know, opera. There's even an opera theater. There's a civic theater. There's a circle theater. There's the Voss Performance Hall, which is, you know, owned by the DeVosses, which some of you guys might be familiar with the DeVosses, that name. Um, but that is uh, a lot of different events take place in that uh, uh, venue. Um, concerts, uh, con convoca con convocations, uh, so many different events take place in that venue every single year. And so there, as far as the city life, there is no shortage of activities to do fun uh, as far as food goes Grand Rapids has a lot of restaurants a lot a lot a lot of restaurants in the city and as well as out on the outskirts of the city as well um, Chinese food of course <laughs> we got uh, American food we got uh, some bis 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 French bistros I think I hope I'm saying that right bistros bistros um, we have uh, we have Indian food as well, and and actually downtown Grand Rapids, uh, Indian food. We have an Indian food spot there as well. Um, vacation is the little blurb. It's the first blurb. It's the first blurb that I've uh, read that had brew. That you must have so many breweries that they had to mention it in the the short paragraph about the place. Exactly, and I I didn't even mention that too. Breweries. Uh, many of you guys might have known Grand Rapids for the beer <laughs> it's beer city is what they call it right so there's oh, really? a lot of, lot of there's, there's innumerable breweries are, are around here too many for me to count <laughs> um but it's there, there's a lot honestly i don't know how it all happened but it all of a sudden you just start looking turning your head left and right you see very 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 and uh but there's uh for you beer like drinkers all you guys like beer i know uh you'll like grand rapids a lot yeah, the, the, the long beards, the long beards come with the beer phenomenon <laughs> and the beer phenomenon happened because uh, I don't know if it's still true, but craft beers were selling at like some of the highest multiples of businesses selling oh. those in like HVAC companies. So building a brewery and then selling said craft brewery uh, to one of the big owners or whatever who would still run it as a craft brewery or something. That's a, mm. a big thing. So that's cool. And it's good for tourism, too. I'm sure people will come to play places to do beer tours. I know in Vermont, there's a couple places uh, where people, that's what you do there. You go there to taste beers and collect beers. And some of the places you can only buy so many at a time. So if you're going there and people tell you to buy certain beers while you're there to bring back and trade with them, and there's a whole a whole culture that goes along with it. So you got there you that go. there. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the beer fanatics will love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about uh, like first Friday festivals, uh, fireworks on holidays, mm -hmm. kind of what I call like the pop-up festivals kind yeah. of thing? Yep. There are. So as far as say your holidays, right? So uh, say uh, the 4th of July, um, you'll, you'll have uh, your fireworks. Um, and most of the times that takes place right in the heart of Grand Rapids, the city, uh, right in the city. Um, and it's, you know, one, I think the last time that I attended was, uh, if you like, you saw that, thumb, that thumbnail picture of the bridge and Grand Rapids. So it takes right, right over that bridge. They'll, they'll shoot the fire off works right on that bridge and everybody will 
And actually, as far as hotels goes, which, um, you know, for those of you guys who like to vacation and you want to come here in Grand Rapids, a couple hotels for you is uh, JW Marriott. And these are like, you know, really, really f fancy and high class hotels. Um, um, the So you have your JW Marriott and you have your Amway Grand Plaza. So Amway, you heard about Amway, the business, right, selling products. Amway, that same company, which, by the way, Amway is owned by the DeVosses. It's just um, some of you guys might know that family name. But they also own the Amway Grand Plaza, which is a hotel that's right in the city of Grand Rapids and really right on the Grand River. And uh, so basically, uh, last uh, what I was saying was last time I attended, I was right. I was in the hotel. I was uh on the Amway Grand, I was in the Amway Grand Plaza. Outside, they have a little patio slash deck area, and so we, me and my pastor and my friends were right, right out there, and they shot the fireworks right on the bridge. And so it was a beautiful, beautiful scenery. So as far as holidays goes, and Fourth of July in particular, that's where you'll see your your fireworks occurring right on the in the heart of Grand Rapids, right over the bridge, right over the Grand River. And, but if you so desire, like some people do like to do, to go on the outskirts of the town, say Holland, you'll experience fireworks there. You'll experience, fire, you know, each kind of city hosts their own kind of fireworks, you know, festival and, and, and some gathering and celebration. But Grand Rapids itself does have that as well. Nice. And then last question, because we're running long. I used to be yeah. able to, I used to put these on IGTV. So I had to, I was forced to keep it under 59 minutes. That was my cutoff, but now there is no more IGTV. So now I'm kind of at this, there's I'm giving no more, myself leeway no to go over. No. And then I they, then they still allowed you to upload videos up to like an hour. And then a week later they did, they went it took it down to 30 minutes. Um, so now I just put a trailer on IG that directs them somewhere yeah. else. Um, so I got to stop giving myself yeah. leeway though and still keep them to an hour. So yeah. we'll keep it moving, but I do want to ask you still on the entertainment, what to do, all that kind of stuff. Uh, airport, if you got to get out of there and you're going on a vacation, going somewhere far away, what's the closest airport? Gerald R. Ford Airport. Gerald R. Ford Airport. That is on the southeast side of town. Um, over by Grand Rapids slash Kentwood. Um, and so Kentwood is just is another kind of outskirt uh, town um, right next to Grand Rapids, though. But uh, Gerald R. Ford um, Airport, it's where everybody comes and goes. Um, you know, so it's, it, you, you, you can, I think that they have nonstop every single day uh trips from here to different places i know in particular one in particular is houston houston texas non-stop every single day never plane that's always going back in there um back and forth there but uh yep jared ford airport is a great is a great airport that many people here are familiar with nice it's nice to have something close by we have the harrisburg international airport which is right there sometimes you got to drive a little bit farther to get the better flight or the non-stop flight or something but it's it's nice to at least have that option that's right there and makes it a lot more then you can get a ride to the airport rather than having to drive and put yeah. your car and spend another two hundred dollars or whatever on storing it there or whatever which is fine yep. but if i can get a ride from my parents um <laughs> 
not my wife anymore because I just got divorced as a yeah. so <laughs> get a ride from my parents or Uber to the airport to have a nice little trip. So, yeah. all right, that's good to know. Uh, so let's tell everybody what they get for the money. Um, I'll start by what you get here for the money. I think our entry level kind of to get a two story with a two car garage, three to four bed, couple thousand square feet on a point two, 0.25 acre, probably built in the nineties, eighties through like early two thousands, something like that. Entry level now is probably like 300 ish. So kind of the entry level to the kind of American dream, I'd say is probably in that 300 ish range now. So how does that compare up there? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I would say um, the, I would say based on the criteria that you just mentioned, which um, can you repeat that criteria one more time? Uh, three to four bed, usually they want four bed, um, three to four bed, two car garage, two story, usually um, maybe a ranch too, but two story on like 0.2 acres. Okay, so I would say with here in Grand Rapids, that is close, 300. However, I would say even perhaps even a little bit less, say maybe 270, 275. Because uh, I just, uh, I did an open house recently. That's the same criteria for the most part. Um, and also we're selling for, I think, 275 or 279, I think. Um, but right around that range, I would say 275 would be a good price range for somebody who's looking for that kind of house, three bedrooms. I, I would say three bedrooms. I don't know about four bedrooms is a whole different story. Four bedrooms, you're looking at probably 300,000 or above, um, but three bedrooms, um, and, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, two, 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 two stall garage, um, you know, maybe, you know, like 0.2 acres or so. Yeah, right around 275 is a, is probably what you can expect to be paying for that kind of house in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. And then what like in that example, do you think that one will sell for more than that? Will that sell for like yep. 300 like I think it sold for the would? asking price. Yep. And, and okay. so that that house uh the house was not my listing, uh but uh it was a friend of mine's and uh the i think it sold for right around why right why it was asking which was you know that 275 slash 279 number okay and that was a three bed you said yep three bedrooms yep three bedrooms yeah yeah because uh, as soon that. as you throw that extra bed on there now it almost like you gotta yeah. ask 299 for that thing because you exactly, can't get a four exactly. bed for once, less than 299 right once you get to four bedrooms you're looking at 299 300 000 or above so and then what about the luxury market? What if somebody was needed, had a million bucks plus to spend here? Our luxury price starts at like 750, 800 maybe. But if you got a million, couple million here, you can go get 10 acres plus a giant mansion for that. What are you looking at there? So if you're looking for luxury real estate, it's, well, one, I would say your the geographical location is going to be important. Like, are you looking for in the city of Grand Rapids or are you looking for outside of the city of Grand Rapids? Like, say, 
uh, Ada. Now, Ada is a very, very rich community. Um, as far as, you know, in, in, in comparison to the, the other towns and here in Michigan, uh, Ada is very well, well known as far as um, for economic, uh, what's it called, um, demographic, demographics, the economic demographics. And so, of course, the taxes are higher in Ada. So if you're looking for a luxury property in Ada, you're, you're probably looking for right there at a million dollars or more. Um, now, if you're looking for that kind of same house in, say, Grand Rapids, yeah, you probably would be right around maybe $800,000. $800, um, you you, and so Grand Rapids and even maybe Kentwood, Kentwood, Michigan as well, maybe $800,000. Once you get to Ada, and of course, there are nuances of that in cases whereby, you know, you do get a million dollars and above and so on and so forth. But most of what I what I've discovered is when you're getting to like a town such as Ada, um, which is like I said, just about seven ten minutes from Grand Rapids, then you're looking at probably right there at a million plus dollars. Okay, and then what about the age of homes? Are you uh, is everything built out? There's no more land left, or do you have a choice of resales as well as new construction? Yes, so they there are there are variety. I mean, so. We, there are many, many older homes, right? Homes that are built. And especially when you get into like, like the actual heart of Grand Rapids itself, there's like this little, uh, you know, division, if you would. This this little division, this little area called, ah, um, oh, man, don't slip my mind now. Don't slip my mind. But I'll, it'll come to me. But anyways, it's very, very... Uh, it's valued and it's it's appreciated because it's it's historic. It's a historic type of community, and houses there. It's not nothing for a house to be say you know built in, in 1946 or ni 1950 or so on and so forth. Um, and uh, the and so so you you do have those instances and you do, you do see those cases here and there where houses are uh, up. Um, and you know, occupied that were built in the nineteen, um, you know, forties, fifties. Um, but you also do see many new construction um, uh, poss possibilities and listings as well in Grand Rapids and also in the outskirts of the of, of the town as well. Um, so there, are, it, it's 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 for it's it, it the opportunities are available for anybody who regardless of whatever it is that they want whether they want to build from the ground up or whether they want you know maybe something more historic or even if they do want something that is already built they don't want to go through the stress of the hassle of building from the ground up themselves they want something that's fairly new or say 200 that excuse me say the 2000s uh, year and, and and above those are still those are uh, also um, available as well and um, abundant as well on the market. And then my last question before I promise to move it on to the end is uh, HOAs. Um, maybe somebody from Florida coming from a HOA heavy place. Is it the same up there? Do you have gated communities with golf courses and all this stuff? Or is it more like here in central Pennsylvania where 
We might have HOAs, but it's more common just with townhouse developments, and there are usually aren't gates or uh, amenities or anything. Uh, yep. What What's it like with HOAs? Yep. So there are uh, HOAs, um, houses, within, located in, HO, uh, in associations. Um, and the fees, of course, vary, right, depending on, you know, the association, some a little bit cheaper, some a little bit more. Um, the and so the uh i don't know what the you know market as far as the hoas are in you know florida what they typically cost but um so i don't really have a way to compare them to you know where this is at here but just to answer your question hoas are they are hoas here in grand rapids um and as for, and as well as in the outskirts of town as well um, and they do vary from, you know, price range, depending on how nicer they are. And as far as the uh, gated communities, those are, they are gated communities as well. Um, I was just, uh, just drove into one some time ago, gated community, beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. I'm talking $800,000 or above million dollar, million dollar houses. Um, and it was a gated community. And of course it had an HOA as well. Uh, so uh, they they are out there. As far as golf courses, I'm sure those are out there as well. <laughs> I personally have not seen them myself, but nonetheless, um, that's they are HOAs and they vary. Yeah, the whole gated thing intrigues me. I don't. It feels like what are you gating against? What's coming in here attacking or what? I don't. I never quite got it, and I don't. Yeah, because we don't have them at all here. I don't know of one gated community. I don't think. I don't, yeah, somebody, I, if anybody's watching out there in central PA, you know of one, let me know. But so what are you yeah. gating against? I guess if you have the golf course and all these amenities, like a lot of them have, you don't want people from the outside coming in. And the easiest way to stop all that is to just throw a gate or a fence around the whole darn place and then put a gate at the front. So I guess it makes sense, but I don't, I mean, do you have that big of a problem? I don't. Yeah. All right. I won't yeah, talk about that anymore. It's, it's funny. It's <laughs> funny you say that because I drove into a gated community sometime. The door, the gate was open, right? The gate was open. It seemed to have been open for a while. I drove into the gated community. Here I am. I'm door knocking. <laughs> so I, I drive into the gated community. I knock on the door. And then, so I, I get ready to leave and I begin to turn back towards the exit and the, 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 the gate is closed. And I'm like, whoa, how am I going to get out of here? <laughs> So, Hopefully it automatically opens from the other side. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I think that there's surveillance surveillance cameras or something like that. They're like, who is this guy that just came into our community? <laughs> <laughs> or the whole gated concept doesn't work at all, and most of them are just open all the time anyway. So you yeah, can right. just go in there. Exactly. Depends if the HOA pays the front guard guy or if the the people in charge of the budget suck. And now, uh, now we can't have a front gate guy or yeah. girl. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, last question that has nothing to do with real estate or Grand Rapids or anything, but does have to do with you. If you could do any other profession, uh, what would you do? Author, which is kind of what I'm doing already. <laughs> um, but I'd be an author, which again, like I'm doing that already. But uh, the uh, it's just a passion of mine, just something that I really enjoy doing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just something that I foresee all doing again, doing also even more in the, in the future as well. That's awesome. 
And it also keeps your mind sharp, especially in old age. Aren't you, you're supposed to write. Writing is supposed to be a good thing yes. uh, to do. And reading, obviously. I wish I could read uh, more, <laughs> mo' better, uh, but I can't stand it. Uh, I don't know what I read after a page. I read a page. Even at the beginning of the page, I'm like, focus, and I got to read really slow focus inevitably every single time. By the end of the page, I have no idea what I just read. So maybe maybe I need some help with that. So that's cool. Uh, read your information aloud, your phone number and your email and your website so that people that might be listening later can write it down. Yeah, so my phone number is 616-856-0871. My email address is martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, at martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, Uchendu, U-C, as in cat, H-E-N-D-U, dot com. And then my website is martinuchendu.com. It's my first and last name, dot com. And all that info, if you have a description somewhere, wherever you're watching or listening, you should be in there to click on it. And all his Facebooks and Instagrams and all his socials and everything will be linked in there as well. Uh, contact me if you need to buy or sell here and then move up to Grand Rapids. Or if you just want to visit there, hit me up and I'll connect you with Martin uh, if you need to buy or sell a home. Like I said, we still need inventory pretty badly here. And it sounds like you still need it fairly badly up there too. Uh, but it is dying down slightly. So if you need to buy or sell, hit me up. Call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. Uh, I want to talk to you and help you move out of this area to Grand Rapids or to the Central PA area. I could go on and on about why we're awesome, but that is not what this episode is about. So thank you for being here, Martin. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. And say goodbye, Martin. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Derek, for having me. Thank you guys for your time. 